This episode is sponsored by Rode Microphones, presenting My Rode Reel, the world's largest short film competition. Now with over $500,000 in prizes to be won, visit MyRoadReel.com to get your free starter pack. Well, thank you, Paul, so much for talking with me today about some of these new products that are coming out. We're actually recording this the week before NAB, uh, being that I wanted to have a chance to give people a kind of a, a heads up of some of these fantastic, uh, some these two new recorders, and it's not just a recorder, but it's so much more. So, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time. You're the director of product management and design with Sound Devices. How long have you been with Sound Devices? What have you been up to, basically, with your involvement with this fantastic company? Right. Well, I've been working with Sound Devices now for about nine years. Um, prior to that, um, I was living in New Zealand. Uh, I am actually English, but we emigrated, me and my family, we emigrated to New Zealand. Um, prior to moving to New Zealand, I, used, I worked at the BBC and I worked at a company called HHB, who um, many listeners might know as also being a manufacturer of audio recorders back in the day. But that was back in the day of... Um, Digital audio tape. I don't know if you remember that technology. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, I I was one of the designers there, and um, that's where I gained a lot of experience. And I, I came out to New Zealand and worked in pro audio sales in New Zealand for a while. Um, but while I was there, I sort of uh, started selling um, sound devices gear, um, and I became um, quite uh, you know developed a relationship with the guys at Sound Devices and became apparent that um, we had a lot in common in sort of design ethos. And mm -hmm. Matt Anderson, the CEO of Sound Devices, basically invited me to join the company full time. So I left New Zealand and came to Wisconsin, where Sound Devices is based, and um, mm -hmm. have been helping them design all their products over the last nine to 10 years, including, you know, the 788, all the six series mixer recorders, um, more recently their video recorders and monitors, including the PIX240 mm. and the latest Pixie range of 4K recording monitors. And yeah, this mix pre, uh, mix pre series that we're gonna talk about today is our latest series of audio recorders, which we're extremely excited about, but it because it crosses into totally new territory for us. Um, you know, outside, just to give you a bit of outside background to what I do in my spare time, um, I'm actually a, a musician. Um, I've been a composer for a theatre. I've written lots of music for bands and I'm into recording my own material. I uh, play classical piano, jazz piano, and yeah, I, I'm a singer-songwriter. I, I just love music. So there's a creative part to me and a scientific side to me. I'm sort of split down the middle. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'd say that many of the employees at Sound Devices are like that. They come from a creative background, either as musicians or they might be into videography or photography. And we, we're just all nerds. We love gear, but we also love to create material. And one of the 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 things that we we've got these like sound devices t-shirts and under sound devices mm -hmm. it says science and art so mm. that's that's basically the ethos behind the company that's great and, and just so people understand we're actually 
using uh, one of the mixed pre devices to talk. We're we're talking over Skype. I'm in California. You're in New York right now. And one of the amazing things which we'll talk about is that you can actually utilize these devices as an audio USB audio interface. And you know, using Skype, reimagining how to use Skype and podcasting. I think this is a one another aspect of these devices that is really cool. So absolutely, there were certain um, applications and users who are really aiming this product at. And, you know, if you are a YouTuber, um, a videographer, if you are a podcaster, or if you're a musician, or, or just a sound engineer capturing sounds and wherever you go, this, if you're looking to capture, you know, um, the highest possible Oscar winning audio quality, wherever you are, because this device is portable, mm -hmm. then the Mix Pre series recorder, mixer, and USB audio interface is absolutely for you. Um, yeah. As you know, sound devices um, products have been used on many Oscar-winning movies. Um, recently, La La Land, but been used on Mad Max, Star Wars, a, a wide range of programs, and many TV um, series like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. The, the list goes on and on. We really sort of... Uh, dominate the um, production sound market. And for very good reason, the sound quality of our products is like second to none. And the products have absolutely exceptional build quality so they can stand up to the rigors of any environment. When I, when I look at the two different um, options, the Mix Pre, Pre-3 and the Mix Pre-6, and definitely people can go online and look at the specs, but when I see that you have a three input and a six input, um, both of them are the USB audio interfaces. They're both mixers. They're both audio recorders. There's some slight variation that one um, uh, is is going up. I guess the bit rate we're looking at, or the sampling rate, is 96, and the other one is 192 on the Mix Pre 3. But overall, both these devices offer, I think, a lot of the staples of what what I've seen in sound device products. I, I feel like. So what we we were trying to do with this product when we started out thinking about it was we wanted to bring the highest quality audio and build quality that we're known for to the masses. Yeah. You know, with no compromise. Um, you know, we, but we, we, we wanted to make this usable from audio novices, less experienced audio users, such as videographers, mm -hmm. Um, who are more obviously focused on video content or maybe people just starting out in podcasting who have maybe little knowledge of how to set audio gain levels. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make this product really easy and foolproof for audio novices to use and get the highest quality Oscar-winning sound quality. But at the same time, we wanted to make the product um really sort of um, attractive to high-end professionals as well. Now to achieve that, um, to achieve, to, to, to make a product suitable for both those types of user is a real challenge, but we've managed to do it. And one of the key things here that I really want to talk about initially is the quality, is the mic preamps themselves. Yeah. This is a totally new, totally new design of mic preamp. Nothing like the six series or the seven series or, um, previous products. What we want to do here, because if you think about it, someone who doesn't really understand audio, but wants to record it and capture good, clean audio, they might not know 
how to best optimize their levels. You know, we hear all the time how novices can maybe set their volumes too high and they end up, they end up with horrible distortion, right? Or sometimes might they may set the level too low and end up losing the signal that they want in the noise floor right. of the recorder. And so what we want to do is achieve a such a wide dynamic range that it almost didn't matter where they set the level control. They would get distortion-free, you know, virtually invisible to noise performance. So if they were recording from a whisper to a scream, it, it wouldn't distort and it wouldn't sound noisy. And we've achieved that using some very clever technology that uh, Matt has come up with. Um, mm -hmm. One of the reasons why we've been able to do that is that we have used a discrete component design. Um, most of our competitors in this, um, in, this, in this category of recorder use off-the-shelf ICs, which are okay. You know, yeah, they, they right. do a job, but then there's a certain limit that they can go to. By using discrete components, we've able we've been able to really optimize the performance. And just to give throw some figures at you, yeah, sure, um, for the, for the nerds out there, yeah, you know the laws of physics state that you can't get a lower noise floor than minus one hundred and thirty two dB dBV. Mm -hmm. We have got um, a noise floor of minus one hundred and thirty, mm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. only a couple of dBs of that. We're very close to what. You, you, the laws of physics allow. Yeah. Um, at the uh, at the we we are also using thirty two bit A to D converters, ADCs, mm -hmm. which gives us this what helps us with this dynamic range. But also we have these incredible analog and uh, analog uh, limiters, which have got a vast amount of headrooms headrooms. So even if you crank your volume right up to the maximum gain, like 70 dBs of gain, and you scream into a microphone, mm. you will still not get digital over distortion. And the limiters sound smooth, and they sound wonderful. <laughs> and so with this technology, we're able to, to provide the audio novice with a system that they don't need to worry too much about where the level control goes. All they need to do is turn up the level to a point where they're seeing something on the meters. It doesn't matter where it is. Mm -hmm. From there on in, the mix pre's will handle the, the exceptional audio quality. That's great. And I think a lot of people will say, well, they're simplifying this, they're dumbing it down. But in a way, it's it's making it a little more foolproof in the sense that people who don't have the backgrounds, don't have the experience of working with mixers of, of this right. quality and this level, you don't have to think about it. You're not, like, you're not taking away the... The features that the professionals when i even look at some of the other um, aspects of this i love the fact that you the screen is is a touch screen it's a little more simplified of getting away from like the knobs right. and the uh so the yeah. Menus let me, yeah let me explain about that as well so one of the other aspects yeah and regards to the dumbing down thing that yep. we have basically two modes of operation when the box ships we, it ships in what's called basic mode which has been set up specifically for the audio novice. But any audio professional who wants to dive right into the full feature set, they simply go to like a menu and set yep. advanced mode. And then that opens up all the doors to all the features. Um, so the other important aspect of making a product which is 
um, intuitive to use for audio novices is the actual user interaction. So we've designed the front panel to be uncluttered and really simplistic. It's you don't need a user guide to work out how to use this thing. Yep. You know, with the Mix Pre 3, you simply have three knobs. Obviously, they're just three volume knobs. And you adjust them up and down to set your levels of each source. And then you have three buttons. Record, stop, and play. Anyone knows how to make that work. And then we have this wonderful touch screen. And we are the, the only device in this category that uses a touchscreen. In fact, I'm surprised that there's no audio device in this portable category and in this mm. sort of um, sub $1,000 category that has gone to a touchscreen. Now, these days, everyone uses touchscreens for everything. Right. So we've basically just bought that, brought that paradigm to the, um, to the mix pre and it's very easy to use and very responsive. And it's, a very bright screen as well. It's totally usable mm. in bright sunlight. So yeah, we believe that the interface really allows the content creator, whether you're a podcaster or a videographer or a YouTuber or a musician, to just focus on creating and not get lost in deep menus and and routing issues. I mean, I'm a musician. Yeah. And I have I have one of these sitting on my piano because I, I get inspired, I get ideas for songs, and I I don't want to necessarily sit in front of Pro Tools and start rigging up different routings and stuff. By the time I've done that, I've often lost my inspiration. With this, I can literally turn on and hit record, and I've captured my idea in the highest quality. And often that becomes actually the foundation of the of the true production of the song. So this is great for musicians who want to lay down their ideas, but in high quality. Another aspect is one of these other great features is ability to have this mobile app, I guess, through Bluetooth, you're enabling to have, I guess, this the sound devices free uh, wingman app. But when I just read, I'm thinking, gosh, that, that's a really helpful, I think of the solutions. I mean, Bluetooth does have a somewhat limited range, but even to have a remote record set up somewhere where you can't physically get to it or monitor what's going on, I think this that's a great new feature and it's something that you know I think a lot of people can find uses for having that mobility offering. You're definitely uh, right about that. In fact, the other day I was out with some musicians, a double bass player, me on keys, a guitarist and uh, a vocalist, and we're doing a little gig in the corner of a pub, and we didn't take a, a mixing console with us. We didn't. We just took the Mix Pre yep. Six plugged in their instruments and the the mix pre six was like central to all of us so i took control of the rig of the mix pre from my phone mm. and basically just started and stopped recording from there and this does actually is useful in that situation we just fed a pa directly from the stereo out of the recorder mm. and i did the mixing from the device so it, yeah, very, very practical. That's a cool, rep I guess, repurposing of it, of to use it like that, of just thinking of it as a mobile mixing solution and a recorder, I guess, obviously. Well, yeah, it's, as I said, it serves multiple purposes. If you're a musician, this is a great tool. Not, It's not just for podcasters. I mean, one day I'm writing a song on it. The next day I'm in a, in a pub doing a gig. The next day I might be, might be recording my students so mm -hmm. that they can take home an SD card so that they can listen to their performance. Um, there's just you know, multiple use cases for this. And a lot of musicians now are starting to go to podcasts and YouTube to promote their material. So they've got a marketing tool now as well. 
And, and I guess something, you know, I guess for people who are familiar with these types of recorders, I mean, you're still supporting, you know, SD, SDHC, SDXC, you know, the very common uh, capture record. How, how is it on battery? I mean, do you have an option to plug it in to hard, hard line it? And what does the battery look like on, internally? Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you brought up the powering aspect of the device because this, there's just so many options that we provided here um, to allow the user to power in any circumstance. So um, we have like these um, AA cell battery caddies. Mm -hmm. We supply with a four AA caddy, a four times AA battery caddy, and it can take alkalines or nickel metal hydride rechargeables. Um, and, you know, it's hard to give you exact figures of how long that would last because it depends sure. on how many phantom mics you're using and all sorts of things. But, you know, you're looking at around the two and a half hour mark there, mm. which is pretty good considering the quality of the mic preamps. <laughs> and mic pr good quality mic preamps typically need a lot of power. Um, and then we have an optional 8AA battery caddy as well. Mm. So that doubles the duration to, you know, five, six hours. Mm -hmm. And then... If you're looking, to, and, and that's five, six hours in full record, full recording, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then if, if you're looking to go all day, you know, without stopping, we've got this other battery caddy accessory, which takes um, the Sony standard L-mount batteries, two of them. And if, you know, if you use those, depending on the size, because they come in three different sizes, slim, medium, and large, and... If you use the two of those large ones, you can pretty much power this thing for days and days at a time. Yeah. Um, so that's the battery um, powering solution, so which enable you to obviously record anywhere from the Arctic to the Sahara to the jungle. <laughs> um, but if you're um, maybe using this with a computer, you can power from the computer via USB. Oh, great. Or you can power from a an AC um, wall adapter, USB wall mm. adapter, um, so many options there. So we have two USB ports on this device. Um, and, um, the USB, we have a USB C port and that's how you power the unit. You connect a, a USB C power source to the unit from there. I, like I said, from a computer or an AC wall adapter, mm -hmm. um, that can also act as your USB audio streaming and with the Mix Pre 3, you can stream five channels to the computer um, and get two returns from the computer. With the Mix Pre 6, you can send eight USB channels to the computer and receive four back. Mm. Um, which is, again, as we said, that's a pretty cool thing for, for instance, podcasting. You know, you may be wanting to uh, interview contributors from a number of places around the world bring a couple of those contributors in and you can route them to the actual volume controls on the front of the mix pre via USB. Mm. And then you can control the mix and record locally on your mix pre. Now that's so much more friendly and practical than having to control this all from your, from within the computer. Um, it really gives you great dynamic control over the mix and the ability to record it locally in the highest quality. We're sort of almost we're sort of almost doing that now, but not right. quite to that extent. Yeah, and I think also just just looking at the spec sheet. I mean, stuff that you know, I look at, I think, all right, well, maybe you know, it's a smaller device. It's going to be less made out of a lesser product. That's not the case. I mean, it says you know, die cast aluminum chassis, and when I look at the weight, uh, they're not that heavy at all. We're looking at about a little under twenty ounces and a little under seventeen ounces. I mean. 
these guys are so light. I can just imagine that, you know, for people who are going out and doing multiple setups for sound effects recording, like for, you know, vehicles or environments or, you know, any types of applications when you have multiple records going on, like I, you could probably fill absolutely. a bag with a bunch of these. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'm going to tell you something that I, I went to visit two of the most influential tech YouTubers uh -huh. in um, LA a few days ago. And when they saw this, they basically said, this is the future of high quality audio for YouTubers. And these guys influ have influenced a whole YouTube generation um, and uh, with audio, you know, quality audio caption. Like up till now, this sort of market, people have been using things like uh, the built-in audio on cameras or right. camera mounts, um, shotgun mics. Um, and some of them have have moved to like using like Zoom or Tascam um, handheld style recorders. I have my, um, my share of those, yeah. Okay, and so you'll probably know that they're they're plastic. They're made from plastic. Yeah. Right. So you know, if you drop those, well, good luck. Um, the Mix Pre is just like any other sound devices project uh, product. You drop that, it's going to survive. It's going to last you forever. You can drive a truck over it, and it's it's built to last. Um, so yeah they basically said their words were that this is as like a zoom killer no well i mean that that's the uh, problem i think a lot of when you're thinking of the folks out there that were shooting dslrs that were having to i mean this thing does have a camera mounting it's a quarter 20. that's a very good point i mean there there are some things here which we've specifically put in place to make these ideal for videographers who want to capture really good audio with their video so just little, it's really like little fine touches which really make the whole experience better. So one uh, thing is, as you mentioned, this sort of uh, um, built-in quarter-inch 20. Um, it's like retained virus, an internal spring. Mm -hmm. Behind the battery compartment, we've included like an, an, uh, uh, an Allen wrench, um, which you use to tighten the to help you fit the quarter inch twenty to any tripod or DSLR or any camera you like. Um, nice. it's, it's all sort of built into the unit. Um, and then we've also put on here um, an HDMI input. Oh wow! And you might be asking why? Why yeah. have you got an HDMI input on an audio recorder? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're aware, but there's quite a few DSLRs and and other cameras out now which over their HDMI output, um, output a record start stop flag. Mm. So mm. by connecting the output of the camera to this HDMI input, the user, the video, uh, the camera operator now hits record on the camera and the mix pre will automatically drop into record. That's really cool because I've heard so many times people saying, oh, we forgot to put the audio recorder into record and that whole take <laughs> is, we have to do it again. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing. So we've built that. It will, you don't need to worry about that provided you have a compatible camera. And the other thing is if the camera supports time code over HDMI output, we can read that time code. So effectively have wow. same time code on the mix pre as is on the mix 
as is on the camera, that makes it easy to sort of sync up in Final Cut Pro or whatever nonlinear editor you're using. Yeah, and that's what I think of. I think about the fact that so many times when we were shooting DSLRs with Zoom recorders, you're using a third-party application like Pluralize and now, you know, for instance, like Final Cut and uh, Adobe Premiere, they are thinking about bringing those offerings into the software so you don't have to use third-party software. And that, that's a nice feature, but this takes it even a step further, I think, of even thinking about the HDMI and the flag and the time code. Those are real things, I think. We always figure out workarounds, and we try to figure out ways to make it work best for us. That's not going to add a truckload of time on the back end, but this is this is a great offering. Yeah, so, you know, Time code is often sort of is often given a bad rep because it's, people think of it as being really confusing, yep. um, and you know especially for the audio novice or videographer or DSLR user that really you know may not have any experience of that. Mm-hmm. We've implemented time code on these mixed pre series in a way that they don't really need to know exactly how it works. <laughs> um, sound devices uh-huh. is well known. Uh, Sound devices are pretty well known for its its uh, time code implementation. We're sort of like the leaders in that for production sound as well. Mm. And um, we, we've made it very easy. Um, you know, if you have a camera that's compatible, you're laughing. And even if you don't have this cameras that are HDMI timecode compatible, we also allow you to bring in standard um, SMPT linear timecode as well, which mm. pretty much any professional camera will support too. Red, ARRI, Canon, you know, you name it, FS7s, FS5s. Yeah. They all output, you know, a linear timecode. So, you know, it's not the same as the 6 Series where we have a built-in timecode generator. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no generator on this, but it has a very good reader. And, you know, if you if you have a camera that generates the timecode, that's fine. Or you might want to use it with um, a number of these, like, um, dedicated timecode boxes that are out there. Sure. You know, from companies like Ambient uh, and, and others, and Timecode Systems and others. and So, yeah. That's great. And I guess one other thing, I'm just looking at all the ins and outs. Yes, there's a headphone jack. Yes, there's a volume knob. And I guess there's this aux mic in. What's what's the idea behind that? The aux uh, mic in is like a, a multifunction port. It's got like four modes. So the first mode is called mic. And you can just go into a menu and uh, right. select aux in mode. And if you set it to mic, it means you can use it for, um, you know, those cheap plug-in power mics, sure. you know, that require like a two and a half volt bias. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, that obviously they're not the highest quality mics on the planet. But, you know, if you're desperate and you need another mic source in here, it's we provide that ability too. But obviously, in general, people are going to want to use the fully featured, super low noise, wide dynamic range mic preamps. Yeah. Um, then there's another, the second mode is um, line, and that way you can bring in just a two-channel unbalanced line input and record that and mix that. You might, you might want to take the output of your computer or your iPhone from its uh, headphone output or, or you know, route a keyboard in there. You know, you can use it for all sorts of things. Um, then there's the third mode, which we call camera, and it's specifically designed for guys who, vi- videographers who are, using the mix pre to provide good quality a good quality audio send to the camera for recording the audio on the camera but you use this mode so you can monitor the return from the camera back in the mix pre okay which you know sound mixers like to be able to do for confidence to check that the actual sound has reached the camera and it's of good quality um so there's that mode and then the final mode is 
called timecode. And that's when you can set this three and a half mil uh, aux input to receive um, SMPT linear timecode. Hmm. That's great. I'm looking at the only difference I see on the uh, Mix Pre 6 is there's another button. There's a start, stop, record. Uh, but then like there's kind of a, a star button. What's the intent for that? Uh, it's really it's just a user programmable button. Okay. So you can bring out any feature that's in the menus and put them on a hard on a hard button on the front panel for quick access. Um, a few other things, cute things that I'd like to mention. Yeah, sure. Um, this is the this is the only device in this category, or for that matter, almost any category. I think that can do simultaneously recording, mixing, and USB audio streaming. You take a look at our competitors. Mm. Um, they, when they go into USB audio streaming mode, for instance, you can't use the device for recording anymore. Mm -hmm. So we can do all three things simultaneously, which opens up some very interesting options. For instance, this whole podcast, you know, where I can bring in feeds from the computer over USB and then record and mix them on the actual um, mix pre itself. And then we have some other cool little features like, you know, when you're playing back a recording that you can enter audio scrub mode mm -hmm. and play back that recording at um, from, you know, an eighth speed. So super slow all the way up to 16 times speed and actually still hear the audio. Mm. So we're actually, um, we're actually create. it's not glitchy, it's a true slowing down of the audio. It's really cool. And it, that really helps you identify positions in the recording that are of interest to you. Um, God, it's so uh, much I, missing. No, that's, that's to, really good. No, I, 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 I won't carry on. <laughs> no, that's really good. I, I think, um, obviously, uh, is there phantom power across all, all the inputs? Yes, uh, and not and phantom power all the way up to 10 milliamp. So we can provide phantom to microphones that require more power than normal. That's great. And I guess I think the big question that people are going to say is how much? How much is this going to cost? When can I get it? Where can I check it out? People might be a little bit surprised. I mean, because typically sound devices products are, they're like the Rolls Royce pricing <laughs> of yeah. audio recorders. But like I said, we really want to bring this technology to the masses. Um, and the Mix Pre 3 is going to is list price of $649. And the Mix Pre 6 is $899. They'll be huh. shipping next, starting shipping next week. So I, I believe around, yeah, about next week sometime. That's great. And I think for, uh, for people that already have a bag full of, sound device products, these will fit right along with them. I guess the question that I want to ask is, you know, what what was the takeaway of looking at the roadmap, the product roadmap and saying, all right, we're providing a certain type of recorder for a specific market, but how do you think this product influences other products from sound devices moving forward? What, what were some of the takeaways, some of the, the learning opportunities? I don't think this is going to affect our other products at all in terms of who wants those products. Yeah, I mean, this Mix Pre 6 is... It's a great tool for production sound, a lower budget production production sound. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it doesn't have the the full flexibility that the six series would have. I mean, the six series has 
a, a vast number of outputs, which are really important for production right. sound. When yeah. when they're on set, they need to be able to feed um, many members of the crew on set, and they need to have talk back. They need to be able to communicate with various members on the set. At the end of the day, the mixed pre series really has just one unbalanced stereo out and one headphone out. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's got USB outputs as well, but that's not going to be used by a production mixer on a set. Right. So, you know, for 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 all those reality shows and TV production and films, really, the mix pre would make a great backup in those scenarios, but it wouldn't be your prime recorder because it it's not going to satisfy all those requirements. Um, the six series, you know, they have fully featured timecode generator built in. They have dual card, uh, dual media capability built, so they sure. have built in backup on their media. Um, they have just a greater range of routing capabilities and flexibility there. So really, as I said, this is, it's it is for production sound. I can see many people going out and doing interviews with, you know, a boom mic and a couple of radios yep. plugged in and doing interviews that way. And this would be a, a simple tool for doing that, but it's not going to satisfy all those more complex reality shows and uh, TV shows and films. So the two can coexist. Quite you know exactly, and no, that's fine. I think that to me is exciting because I feel like my point of entry is not going to be a six series. I'm not going to spend that much money i don't need all those those offerings that you're talking about yes they're nice to have but in reality when you have a you know you might not even have a dedicated sound person the person that is running the sound is probably the person who's shooting or you know might be an uh, an onset uh director it's hard to say you know right how big that crew might be but because of the simplicity of what this is offering i think this makes a lot of sense and i do know i mean i i've i've had my two channel zoom recorder i have had a four-channel recorder, a high-res one from Sony. I have seen, and I do have one from Tascam that I've used too. I have kind of been through the litany of products that um, this is not at all mimicking. This, I think this is a great new offering. So, I mean, congratulations on looking at a much-needed uh, improvement for this space. I, I think, you know, a lot of people are going to en- really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, well, thank you very much for that. It's nice to hear that you think that this has got... a. a, a a really a good opportunity and we're we're very excited about this um i think it's going to be a great piece as i said all those people in youtube doing youtube doing podcasts musicians it's going to be a great educational piece as well you know all those film schools that want to uh bring in content creators to the you know gr- slowly bring them into what audio is about these are ideal for that purpose as well so we see that as being a great area too. Nice. Well, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this Mix Pre series. Once again, it's the Mix Pre 6, the Mix Pre 3 from Sound Devices. It's exciting to have a chance to uh, talk about it now uh, th- Now that it's going to be out very soon. So uh, I-, I think definitely go to sounddevices.com to find out more information. And thank you again so much for taking the time to uh, dig into this because a lot of times New devices come out, but there's no real idea of, no context of what they are. So I really appreciate you giving a little more background on. So thank you again. Well, thank you for giving me the time. Thanks again for listening to my chat with Paul Isaacs from Sound Devices. You can hear more conversations with sound designers, composers, and directors on the Soundworks Collection podcast on iTunes and streaming online at soundworkscollection.com. 
Thanks again to our sponsor, Rode Microphones, presenting My Road Real, the world's largest short film competition. Now with over $500,000 in prizes to be won, visit myroadreel.com to get your free starter pack.